Hello and welcome to Cinema Subculture, the podcast where we discuss everything strange, obscure and downright messed up in the world of movies. My name's Gary. And I'm Simon. So Gary, a Serbian film. Mm. I'm going to pass to you for the director, because I'm not sure I know quite how to say the name. And the star as well. And the writer. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying, oh. Um, No, there's no, I don't think I can... The studio is Contrafilm. There we go. Right. The director, I believe, is known as Serjan Spazoyevich. Got you. Got you. Yeah, uh, I could never have said that. Yeah. Serjan I heard someone pronounce his name. Spazoyevich. Right. Yes. All oh, right, you heard someone? Right, yeah. okay. That's the first enough. name's trickier. I would yeah. have known that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'd never known that. Yeah. No. That's good. So when did this film come out? 2010? Yes. Yeah. It's a Serbian film. Oof. Uh, from Serbia, yes. Right. Uh, that's great. I'm hoping you know more than that about it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Cinema Subculture. Um, so, do you want to give us a, a rough plot outline uh, of this, Gary? Right. Okay, a Serbian film tells of a retired porn star called Milos. Milos, the filthy stud. Yes. <laughs> the best porn title ever well, maybe not the best but that's pretty right. fucking good <laughs> yeah supposedly one of the best of all time yeah and he gets lured out of retirement Oof, uh, b- b- a large cash sum Does undisclosed I... large cl- cash yeah. sum <laughs> uh, by the shady character of Vukmir Vukmir oh do you, yeah. I mean like, I, I, what, what's he thinking I mean it turns out the guy's name the first name's his last name that is yeah I mean not since Mario Mario have I been so scared <laughs> I mean, even her moustache as well. I mean, maybe that wee plumber terrorised those dinosaurs. Anyway. Yeah, so uh, Vukmir wants to make some sort of groundbreaking new uh, porn. Uh, porn art. Art porn, yeah. Na- naked art. Mm. Yeah, you know, he's like naked, naked um, art. And he needs Vukmir. <clears throat> he, need, he needs Milos. Aye, no, no. Vukmir <laughs> needs Milos. He does, aye. <laughs> Milosh agrees, but as oh, very lo- he is, gets into the filming, no, he's not keen. Yeah, it descends into kind of a hellish nightmare. One of the most controversial films of recent times. I'll just give you a rundown of where the film has been banned. Uh, <laughs> it would be quicker saying where it's not banned. No, <laughs> it would be quicker saying where it's not banned. Well, it might be. But um, according to Melon Farmers, it was banned in Australia. New Zealand and Norway. Right. And from Wikipedia, it was banned in Spain and also Brazil. So, um, so where was it actually? I, I was thinking more of like where it was released uncut. Where, mm, which countries was it released yeah, uncut? Yeah, Yeah. Well, I think it was released America and Britain, both cut versions yeah. theatrically. Um, Maybe in Serbia it was released uncut? I don't know. All right. The version that we had, that was uncut? Yes. Yeah. Aye. You got your cousin from Serbia to send you that, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, What's his name again, Gary? Um, Milos. Milos Vukmir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, it's also hard to find uncut on home, home video as well. Sure. Because um, there's the uncut American DVD just... Right, okay. Um, I think you said this before. Actually. Yeah, there's a, the Swedish uncut Blu-ray. Um, that's the only two I know about that are uncut. I think there might be more, but mm. uh, I'm not sure. I'm kind of 
Like, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised that the state's got an uncut version, I guess. Are they, are they usually not usually kind of tight or tightish on? For uh, like, on video? Uh, yeah. No, because no. they can do unrated. Oh, yeah, because they can yeah. do unrated, of course. Uh-huh. The MPA is pretty harsh, but... Um, mm-hmm. I'm forgetting the uh, uh, of course. But it's weird because the same company released it in Blu-ray first, but they cut theatrical version. Right. And then told me for, uh-huh. they came up with a DVD, which was... The DVD in a, a clear jewel case, like a CD jewel case, Aye. single, stocked to a bit of cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That was the DVD version? Yeah. Oh, why did you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was meant to make it look like a DVD-R or something, like a, a snuff movie. But uh, it's about, yeah, it's like, yeah. you want, you're going to buy it. Oh, I need to get the uncut version that comes with yeah. a bit of cardboard. Yeah. No, you're <laughs> in a full case. <laughs> oh, man. Um... It's weird because like this film doesn't have like the kind of look, you know. Like, you know, I know what people were saying about is this is it this generation's um, Cannibal Holocaust, mm. but really the look of it is quite high quality. You know, yeah. it's very like well high production value. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it looks really nice. Mm, yeah. So it doesn't have that kind of. So I don't think there's any. I'm going to buy this and think it's it's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a um, uh, on that uh, video nasties definitive guide right. uh, documentary that. Director Neil Marshall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, he that's said right. that about. Uh-huh. Yeah. He says like it doesn't really work. It's like a kind of video nasty type yeah, thing because mm-hmm. it looks too clean. Um, when I was watching it, like stuff, with, especially at the beginning, cause it's quite tongue in cheek, quite humorous at the beginning as well. You know what I mean? Well, I mean a lot of the way through. Yeah, that's it, the uh, thing about the film. Like I don't quite sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, like some of the music and things like that. And there was parts where uh, Milos was going to um, Drukmir's was going to his like house. And there's the guys, you know, the heavy mob coming out with the sunglasses on. Okay. And the music was playing, and and I just all I could think is this feels like a Guy Ritchie film. Right. It just felt like like Lockstock or something uh, like you know, with the music playing and there's like all the kind of the you know the gangsters almost looking and stuff like that. So it was a very weird tone, to, especially the first half of the film. I think I first heard of it when it was going to be shown at Fright Fest. Right. And that was in um, August 2010. Um, and obviously it was going to be an uncut one because generally you don't need certificates um, for film festivals. But then the kind of word about there was kind of a buzz about the film that it was quite had some kind of uh, pretty tough scenes in it. And then Westminster Council came in and said, "You're not showing that without a certificate." <laughs> <laughs> you cunts. Yeah. <laughs> so then he sent to the BBFC pretty quickly, and then they said it needs to be pretty heavily cut. And then did that get pulled? They decided not to show it at the festival because they didn't want to mm-hmm. show a cut one, but, uh, which is a bit of a shame. Because I think this must be one of the most cut films in the UK, the most cut in the recent right. years. Uh, 49 cuts, Jeez, oh. 4 minutes, yes, something I, I 39. Yeah, generally I think the reaction to the film's kind of completely overblown. I mean, it is. Uh, I mean, there, there was definitely there was one scene in particular. I mean, again, do what we want to talk about it. Um, or do you want to wait? Right, so there's one scene <clears throat> near the end um, where it's like I kind of knew what was coming and like I was enjoying the film enough, you know, I was I was going on with it and then this was happening and I, I knew as soon as I saw what was going to, as soon as I saw this, the room, I was like, I know what's happening here. Right. And all of a sudden, every part of me all just shrunk into itself and goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> just like, no, God, no. Um yeah. <laughs> so that, that I mean there was one scene there was a, a, a couple of scenes that I was like, kind of ooh right okay. not 
not like that. It wasn't like that at all. It was just kind of like, okay, that could be quite disturbing, I guess. You know mm. what I mean? Um, but I, I felt like, you know what I was saying last time about Antichrist and how it was kind of, I felt it was way overblown. Mm. And, and whereas he didn't go for like a kind of, in my opinion, a shock value. Right. I felt this did. It went yeah. more, more for like, mm. look at this. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, not like, not the worst it's, you know, st- images we've seen in s- certain films, but obviously with it having its kind of higher, glossier look, mm. you know, um, more like a proper film, um, I felt they were really kind of thrown out. And I think that took away from it almost, you know? And plus with the kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of yeah. vibe to the whole film. Yeah. Um, it did really... It, it was definitely overblown. Like, I mean, I was expecting mm. something way worse. Mm-hmm. Way worse than this. Yeah. Um, but... As I say, it, it, it did feel as if it was going for the kind of gore and shock mm-hmm. value more. Yeah, I think the ideas of what the scenes are mm-hmm. is more uh, is is worse than what's actually in it. It's not yeah. really that explicit, um, and a lot of it's kind of uh, key scenes. I think I think it could have been a lot of stuff could have been probably executed better. Mm. You know, like um, t- no tastefuls are hard. I can't really throw that out, but you know what I mean. They could have been. Film, you know, in a film sense, they could have been done better. I think. Right, I think it was for a low budget. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, it doesn't look it. To be fair, yeah. it doesn't really look low budget. I wouldn't uh. say, but um, I think again, going back to Antichrist, that was quite artful. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was quite. I didn't come away for that film feeling that that was it was about those scenes. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But with this, this, I mean, that's kind of that's what it's about. Yeah, and that's it. Um, which is, I mean, it is, that's what literally what the story is about, but mm. I did feel that it was far more in your face, mm. um, or trying to be more in your face anyway. Yeah. Generally, I think, I, I quite like the film. Anytime I watch it, I quite enjoy it, especially the first half. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I always have this feeling that I don't like it that much. I like doing it for this. I was like, oh, can I? I wanted to do it for the yeah. to discuss it, but I was like, uh, I, I, remember watch that again. I remember you saying that to me. You did, uh, but you it's weird, like, it, I don't know why that is. It's mm-hmm. a kind of disconnect. I mean, I'd, I'd, I've got to admit, I did, I enjoyed it enough as well. Yeah. But as you say, the first half, it, it works pretty well. Yeah. And, um, I've, I've got to admit, when he w- wakes up in the middle, and, mm. you know, I kind of wondered what just happened. Right. But And, and it kind of, you know, it was, and you got to see what happened, but I mean, I've seen that, you've seen that before kind of thing, so. Yeah. But, um, no, I liked where it was going the first half. Aye. I thought it was. Yeah, I think it was quite suspenseful. I quite like the whole idea of Vukmir. He's putting out the idea of the kind of snuff porn, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Like the whole kind of legend of snuff movies. And I think the second half takes a turn. It gets a bit more uh, heightened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ridiculous, even maybe. Oh, aye, definitely <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> and I, I, lose, I, I lose a wee bit. In the second half of the film, um, I think I don't know if it's the plotting's controlled that well because the second half he's rediscovering what he did. Yeah. But I don't feel any particular suspense as to as an audience member to find out. No, I, no. It's not really set up that well. Because um, I didn't feel like I knew how much time had passed. Yeah. So it, it, it could have been the next morning. I, I didn't know what what I was going to find out. If you know what I mean. Mm. Because that transition seems pretty quick. Yeah. Because he's driving away for that meeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like 18th or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> then he wakes up at like the next scene, 21st. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but it doesn't kind of 
Uh, to be honest, I didn't see the 18th, but right, okay. I, I, I missed it. But I saw him uh, focusing on the 21st. Right. Um, and I, I was trying to figure out what was, you know, how much time had passed. Mm. But, um, I mean, it, it does. It, it, the first half definitely kind of gets you, brings you in. And um, when they're taking, you know, when he gets his job and he starts to go in, and it, you definitely get the kind of. The, they're groom, grooming him as much. Well, it looks like they've already groomed the little girl, hmm. but they're grooming him to like ha- have like a relationship with this girl. Almost that's what they're. That seems what they're heading towards. Right. Would, uh, you, say, would you say would that be fair? Like, yeah. I mean the the bit where he's getting a blowjob and the little girl eating like ice lollies and stuff mm. like that in the videos. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's quite it's quite it was funny. I th- I found it quite amusing right. at the time. Um, because I just couldn't. It was a quite crazy. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's rewind back a little bit, right? Okay, from that scene. So the first point where he goes in to do the the job that they've got planned out for me, he doesn't really, he's not been told anything mm-hmm. about what he's going to do. I mean, he's presuming that it's got something to do with pornography, but mm. I, I, I guess that's it's, it's very much implied by Vic Mir, but um, was that just, the bit where you see him get into the, the orphanage Mm-hmm. And he sees the girl sitting the steps. Then the mother comes and drags her away. Yeah, was that just the first day? You think? I think so. I... It's implied that way, but it, right. almost when he comes home, it's almost like he's remembering. Oh yeah, back. Mm. But I, I wasn't sure what what you thought right. about that. Yeah, I think I think that is. Yeah. What do you think the whole story behind that is? Like the the mum and the daughter and stuff like that. Do you think anything they're telling them is true? Uh... It sounds like that's it's almost been like it... the clients that he's working for, or like. It could be interpreted as that woman has been like is the wife of like a war hero has been like hooring herself out and this is a punishment type thing that's been Are you talking about in the film? Yeah, like, the film? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's staged. Right. So I think it's all staged. Yeah, I think the point of that is a lot of the films thrown up um innocence versus corruption. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the whole thing with the sort of paedophilia angle mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a theme that runs through the whole film, but I, I think that's one part of it that I don't think is all that handled that subtly. Um, certainly not. I mean, yeah. more or less in the first, after the little like the little child, Peter, mm. is watching the porno. <laughs> um, yeah. Their the explanation that was quite funny. Um it's like, what was it? <laughs> See when you were beating that girl. That's what he says to his dad. <laughs> when you were beating that girl in that video. Um, and he's saying he had like like wheels turning. Right. I was like, I've never heard that description. And they just know what he's talking about. <laughs> and they know exactly what to say to him. Mm. Um, I, I thought that was, it was a wee bit kind of, I was a wee bit kind of, when they're in the park, him and Peter, and he says a bit, like trying to describe to him how to masturbate, right. and um, we Peter goes for it there and then. After his father telling him it's something you doing your own, right? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what's going on? I literally thought they were going to do this. I thought this, this, oh my god, this can't be happening. Um, and thankfully, he says, no, no, hold on. Yeah, I've shot mine. <laughs> um, but aye, so I mean, even like from there, it's like the kind of innocence thing, and mm. and obviously, as you say, the pedophilia. Mm. Things as well could be. Yeah, overall, it's a wee bit heavy-handed. Some of the, uh, some aspects of the film, is that particularly one that kind of jumped out at me is is that like a scene where it's like 
parallel action between Milos jogging and meditating. <clears throat> and it cuts to his brother with a sort of perving over his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a oh, good guy, bad guy. It's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah I never thought about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, I was like, run him, Milos, yeah. run, run him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I was, I really like, was confused with the brother story at first, right? Because, all right, okay, so he fancies his wife. That's, mm. Okay, you can, you can, you can get your head around that, right? And then, like, he's saying that he's not had like female companionship mm. in a wee while. So you're like, okay, that's fair <laughs> enough. So maybe that's why he's been so kind of pervy and stuff like that. Right, fair enough. She's a brother and woman. That's fine. But man, he goes straight to the bathroom and tugs. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I was, that was, I was like, is that what, the Dane? Is it, like, what, what's, what? You know? You know, you can wait to get him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The head of the spank bank, you yeah. know what I mean? Spank bank's for him, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> what I had to say was, oh, well, I'm away him, you know what I mean? <laughs> the car even. Oh, the, the car, there's way by out there driving. Yeah. All I had to say was, can you, can I take a, a picture of you right. eating that apple there? <laughs> no bother. Um, I did think that was kind of weird and I mean I take it like he's maybe a wee bit weirder than he seems anyway when you get to the when you get to later on in the film mm. I mean I don't know how much of that was him or if he was being drugged as well you know um, so we get that kind of thing with the yeah. brother so it's kind of so I think he, 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 he's a cop aye right so he was weird when he first like when, that, when Milos is meeting up with is it a like Leila? Oh, no, right. Uh, is that, I can't remember her name. can't remember. The, his ex-porn partner. Right. Yeah. He was in the video getting beat. <laughs> um, <laughs> and all of a sudden, his brother's just there. Right, aye. And comes right up, sits down next to him, <laughs> dressed to feel her tits. Does <laughs> that know a wee bit rude? It might be. I mean, I, I mean so. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, I mean, it's not in the same league as, you know, having a wink in the toilet <laughs> or your brother's wife, which I don't think, but it's definitely more in your face. Yeah. Um, so I I guess like that, but that was coming back to the whole tongue and cheek type. You know, this is a wee bit funny. Mm. When they going with this kind of, mm. this is a lot less serious than I thought it was going to be. You know right. what I mean? Um, so yeah, so we've got the kind of first time when like he's getting that the blow job for the 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 doctor, the girl that's a bit to the right, doctor. Okay. She comes in when Vukmir's interviewing him, getting right. the same thing, and oh, she brings the contract any calls a doctor so right, okay. I'm here and that's what I'll be referring to right. um, and after that it's the the blonde girl mm. who's the war hero's wife slash her right and then she bites his knob <laughs> and then <laughs> see that guy that grabs him from behind like when, oh, when, yeah. when that's happening because like she she <laughs> Because he realises the wee lasses there standing, sitting watching mm. and um, he's no for it. And then the blonde, girl, the blonde woman bites his dick. <laughs> and so then the other guy grabs him from behind and tells him to hit her. So he punches her a couple of times and then she just starts like jerking him off. <laughs> but like, see that guy who's behind me? Yeah. Him? Like, I, yeah. I, if behind me, I'd have punched him before. <laughs> he eventually punches him. But I was like, thank fuck. Mm. That was out of order, wasn't it? <laughs> It was, there was some points that I thought they're being kind of unexplicit. You know, like when they showing the, they were showing the porno at the beginning, they weren't really mm-hmm. showing any anything, right? Yeah. And then there was bits where it gradually got more explicit as the film went on. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, 
<laughs> I, I thought it was quite funny. But uh, you know, the, right up to like all oh, that part, was, I thought was quite amusing. Even when he punched the guy, I thought that was excellent. I thought that was that's what needed to happen. That's what happens. <laughs> if you do that, that's what happens. <laughs> Did you uh, look into the what the director and the writer had talked about as the motivation for making the film? No. Right. I they, did wonder. I was hoping you'd have it. Right. <laughs> well, they can see the film as an analogy for Serbia itself. That's the name. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess we're like kind of alludes to that as well. About yeah. The yeah. I've I was watching some interviews and they were talking about how it's supposed to be how everyone's exploited, uh, supposedly in Serbia, uh, and sort of uh, dangers of authority and sort of corruption of Serbian government. Right. Which is... Didn't get that. It's difficult, yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, first, I don't know anything about Serbian yeah, history or politics, but yeah. um, I don't know, they seem quite sincere about it, but the thing is, I feel that if you didn't know that, you're in, mm-hmm. that's like... I mean, there's uh, a few lines in the film that made me think, not necessarily, not too deeply about it, but like, you know, when they would say something about like giving him a second chance, and he says in Serbia, like, as, as if mm. it's like this. You know, there's a couple of lines yeah, like that. There's a few the, references. Yeah, referring um, to the, the country as in a way that would imply that you know what's happening isn't usual, or you know a certain mm. commentary on the, the country. Mm. Um, but I didn't obviously not knowing much about Serbia. Didn't yeah. get anything really yeah. from that side of it. I think the, the themes of a uh, sort of corrupt authority is kind of in the film, but it's. It's a bit. It's so broad that it can't really have any re- relevance to Serbia itself yeah, for me. Or, uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. It's just like it could refer to any kind of uh, corrupt author- authoritarian government or whatever. And I think that's kind of the Vukmir character kind of represents that. There's one kind of big speech he's got where he's, he talks about um, this country as a, a kindergarten. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. He says something, we've been disowned by our parents or something like that. Um, like basically abandoned by a yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh, this is his motivation for the creation of newborn porn. Oh, man, I was just gonna bring that up. Right. Like, like I was gonna say, don't listen to this guy in any of his speeches. Right. <laughs> he's like, actually, he's, he's, I, I thought he was joking when he said because like, like he shows the video to to Milos, mm. and like I thought it was just one of the things he's filmed, right? Mm. And then he's like, like, because that doesn't seem to be the idea necessarily behind the rest of the film. That he's trying to shoot with Milos, right? Right, necessarily. Maybe mm. that's what he's he's building towards or whatever. But it didn't didn't seem that way at the time. Um, but then he's like shouting it, like, newborn born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that does rhyme a wee bit, I guess. <laughs> he's trying the boys. Had a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it in the posters, you know. Um, what did you think of that scene? Like, I know we've seen we're in the rare position to have seen baby rape before right. in a film. Oh um, yes, at least once. Uh, yeah, I mean, my only other time. I don't know about you, Gary. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying there's newborn porn in your internet history, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Um, but uh, how do you think that this compares to the Vomp Core trilogy? Um, hmm. uh, uh, that's what I thought. Hmm. Yeah, it's probably more effective in this. I'd say so, uh, just because <clears throat> it's so obviously a doll. Yeah, like, uh, the, the part in Vomp. Gore trilogy when he's actually getting the baby out yeah. of the pregnant woman that's more effective than the because you kind of know as soon as Hank comes in 
yeah. he's going to end up spewing in it Aye. anyway. So it's like he did, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So that gets kind of, like, I mean, I think we said it got, got kind of ridiculous at yeah, that point, yeah. um, lost its impact. But I think this this worked a little bit better. I think. Yeah, um, I've got to say, I knew I was. I'd heard about the scene before right. I saw the film. I, I didn't. I, I knew there was like um, paedophilia tones. Right. I didn't know in what in what way it was going to manifest. You know what I mean. And watching it for the first time, I was slightly let mm. down. Like right. I thought it was going to be way more uh, extreme than I that. I didn't think it was. I, I wasn't. I wasn't like sitting through going, "Yeah, go for right. it." <laughs> but, um, it might, might surprise you. <laughs> what did you say? Get loudy. <laughs> you saw not say my house. No, so but I was kind of thinking um, I was finding it uncomfortable to watch, mm. but I was surprised—not surprised, but didn't really show it. It wasn't very explicit, I guess. Yeah. As you're saying um, the sounds is maybe the most, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. makes it the most kind of yeah, gives it a more uneasy edge. It's a difficult one because. Um, I think we're, we're kind of, with any of these films, we're yeah. kind of um, conditioned to not be that shocked by it. Um, probably our mainstream audience would be yeah, pretty, probably shocked. pretty shocked by that. Um, Again, we're talked about that with, with Antichrist. I think, to me, this was more shocking, those scenes, right. than like, necessarily the scenes in Antichrist, right? Okay. Because, I guess, they were happened between adults and look, one of them's actually self-inflicted, so I guess mm. that was less... It's not less shocking. That's it's just less disturbing, I guess. Maybe mm. I'm not. I don't. Not sure quite what I mean. But um, this is def- definitely more controversial. Yeah. So I think. I mean, that, this would definitely be like. I don't think this is anything much like the kind of Warwick Gore trilogy. I think mm. this is definitely over the line. Yeah. For for most mainstream audience. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun because coming like to the the title, you know, Antichrist. <clears throat> Vomit Gore trilogy scream like right. don't watch me if you if you don't like yeah you know weird shit and stuff like Aye. that you know um but a Serbian film right. you know it could be a, a tourist <laughs> information film you know what I mean it could yeah. it's quite uh, quite funny you know the title yeah um, it's a funny thing to say because so uh, you can say oh I watched a Serbian film mm-hmm. oh yeah what one that's it but I mean I've got to admit before uh, like we started speaking about it and things I I heard about it right. I saw the film title mm-hmm. didn't know anything about it though and I mean I wouldn't have necessarily thought this was what I was going for right, at all I, you know what I mean yeah but then knowing what it was about mm. I guess I was expecting it to be worse almost mm. you know what I mean but coming back to the the kind of the baby scene and stuff like that um, I thought it was a wee bit, wee bit creepy when the mother starts smiling mm. um, yeah so kind of after that we have Milosh firing away like run out of uh, oh, I. Vukmir's yeah. office. Vukmir shouting newborn porn to him, and it echoes in his head when he's driving as well. Mm-hmm. Which I thought it was quite uh, interesting because <laughs> <laughs> we just heard it. <laughs> Milos seems kind of manic. Yeah, you would say, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the doctor comes out at the traffic lights. Starts giving him a wee tug. Right. He's a goat. A <laughs> chest, you know. Mm-hmm. Pretty hot, right. <laughs> um, and then like all of a sudden things just like go black, and we wake up with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think of that? What do you think of that plot? I know it's it's not terribly original, but what did you think of it in this film? Did you expect it? Um, I don't know if 
what I expected. I didn't expect it with the way the film was going. Yeah. Up to that yeah. point, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's difficult to turn your protagonist who's um who you're with mm-hmm. for the first part of the film and turn them into like a a kind of blank uh, manic um animal. Mm-hmm. It kinda kinda pulls you out the film a wee bit I did with me, I felt um and it gets like his face, the way he uh, changes, it comes a bit more. That's how I it. <laughs> Especially when he's like having sex with the, the woman chained to the bed. Yeah, his yeah. face. That's it's kind of like the same as his porn face. It was quite <laughs> ridiculous as well. I thought. Right, aye. Um, he had a proper porn tash at one point, and one yeah. of the videos his brother was watching, which is weird again. <laughs> <laughs> watching your brother in porn oh, really, like getting a, a take it a prostitute because it seemed to be like didn't really say it hadn't had a female companion mm. so I don't know <laughs> um, again that dialogue's quite funny it's like he's saying but how does he, how can he keep it so hard all the time and, <laughs> and all this stuff and she's mm. like honey if you don't know I ain't gonna tell you <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's so ridiculous um, so <laughs> um yeah, up to that point, even when he was driving away, I thought he was, getting, he was getting manic, and I thought there was something maybe like, you know how they were, they were showing the, him the images of the girl, the wee girl, when, right. when he was getting the blowjob. I wonder if there was more of that that we were going to see having happened, maybe mm. like more conditioning. Right. And he was going to need to go back. Right. Like, and finish the film or something, you know what I mean? He just, like, he'd turn into this. I guess what he does turn into, but like, I thought it was going to happen more of a kind of psychological conditioning rather than a right. pharmaceutical. Yeah. Um, I mean, they put the fucking guy on like cat, cattle Viagra, like, like oh man. <laughs> that, that, when they said that, and they bring, she brings him in. When we see the flashback, man, he looks, he looks absolutely like it does look ridiculous. But that first shot you see him with his black eyes, you look like, oh my god, what the mm. hell is it? But they did him. <laughs> yeah, that can't be safe, can it? Uh, I wouldn't think so. <clears throat> no, no, a guy that can like apparently pop a hard on just without looking at it. <sighs> can without looking at nothing. And touching it, and he's like, "Boink!" Oh, there you go. See the bit where he's um when he's tra- getting into training, and he he sits down to meditate. Right. There's a bit where you kind of see from his almost his perspective, and it's his shadow. Of his, he sees his knee. Right. You see his shadow kind of on the, the ground. It yeah. Looks up into the mirror. And I was waiting. I swear to God, I was waiting. The camera panning back down and just seeing this fucking <laughs> like, <laughs> like baby's arm with an apple. You know, holding an apple right in the middle. <laughs> in the shadow, I was, I was thinking that's what he was doing. Because that's just how I do it. You know. Um. <laughs> but no, it didn't happen. That'd have been quite good if that yeah. happened. Yeah. I'd have been laughing. Well, one thing that happens in the second half of the film as well. Uh, Vukmir becomes way more cartoonish I feel he starts off like mm-hmm. fairly menacing mm-hmm. but yeah. then he kind of becomes I was first going to say like a Bond villain but he's almost more like uh, uh, Doctor Evil or something yeah, like, I guess, cause... yeah. <laughs> see the fact that he's there like, in the second half of the film when they're shooting whereas in the first half of yeah. the film he seems to be yeah. very kind of giving instruction because um, he comes away with all these one liners like stuff like uh, there's a scene where you had an older woman mm-hmm. and the, a little girl and yes. Milosh and the, yeah, and then he the scene <laughs> he jumps out the window I thought that would happen man I thought it was hilarious <laughs> I was like oh my god I'm watching an episode I'm watching Evil Dead that's what I thought I was, I was like, you know what I mean yeah. it's just so it's like one of those adverts they used to show for the what was it the oh, time for a, a, a quick shot 
harp, you know, the, the right. beer, you know, you just dive, dive at the window, <laughs> like you kill the dog or something like that, and you jump at the window. It just looks so comical. Sorry, as yeah, you Yeah, and then Vukmir turns to the camera and goes, Our film just jumped out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, oh, I had to no, laugh that was brilliant. Um, um, and then there's a scene <laughs> when he's talking about um, is the, the monks who uh, take all the, the male goats and put them in a shed or something in the summer oh yeah yeah and don't yeah. let them out till they start uh, shagging each other yeah and then what they do is they take the, the semen and, and it makes the, the best bread spread there is <laughs> I mean I'm, a, I'm old fashioned I like butter or flour yeah. or that get I mean but Oh, I go comes just the same. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I need to ask for that next to my yeah. Dobies. <laughs> yeah, and so, he goes, Milos, you're my he goat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, it's scheduled that guy's drugged up at that point because what would you say? Yeah. You know what I mean? So let's see, there's a, a scene, I guess it almost doesn't need to be in, in the film, except for like, he's retracing his steps, right? Mm hmm when he's trying to remember what happened the night before and he goes to the house where he, he did over at the window which he, he handily spots from the, the glass being broken in the window um, and he sees the, the little girl like, uh, is it Jekka? Oh aye or that her name I can't remember um, <clears throat> outside mm. and she kind of looks at him and then kind of walks away like I was kind of thinking there's a, I, I was expecting more something to happen okay right, right you know what I mean to speak to her or something you know what I mean it seemed mm. a bit kind of odd Um. You know, it just felt like a wee bit out of place. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what the intention of that would be. Um, um, so, like, um, we see him eventually, he kind of traces back to uh, Vukmir's, like, house and he, he, he finds the tapes mm. and stuff like that. I don't, like, for some reason, I don't, like, the, the bit where the guy like, basically raping him, I, I didn't, <laughs> it was a bit, like, I was like, alright. Mm. What did you think of that? I was like, right. What happens in a drug adult sex rage stays in a yeah. drug adult sex rage, you know? Um, so pink yeah, and dark, yeah, he was it? regretting punching him. Was that the guy who punched? <laughs> Aye. <laughs> well, then he deserved it, didn't he? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but like, so, uh, so he's watching back the tapes and he obviously got like starts to piece together some of what's happened. Mm. Um, <clears throat> what is it leading lead him to the like, the harbour, the, the, the warehouse? Did you just remember? Do you think? I think so. Aye. Um, so when they get into this room, obviously he sees the dead bodies at first and then we see the flashback. So did you kind of get what was coming? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vukmir says, I have a suitable ending for you. Uh, and that's kind of where it's got to go. Like, he walks in, Vukmir says, says uh, a, a, a family, family home, home or something, Aye. yeah. Um, just reading the tiny t- 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 bit, but like, um, when the, the doctor comes in and basically gives him an ass shot of the old uh, Viagra, right, mm. and then he gets her back. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought she was just eating that. I was hoping, I was thinking, oh no, she's going to be pure raging for right. the sex. <laughs> but I thought, oh no, she's did, she's bubbling the myth. That's that's you, ain't it? You can right. <laughs> And then later on, she comes in and she's got the, 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 the is it like a nightstick or is it, or is it a dildo? I don't know. Mm. But I'm thinking, oh my god. Right. <laughs> she's pummeled herself to death <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> I mean that's not safe you know hmm. um, I did wonder why it was up about her boobs as well though right. she was just giving it wildy <laughs> see that's 
See, that's the scene that should have been in the film. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so... I saw you saw what was coming. How did you how did you feel about, about that? I was just. Uh, well, that's, kinda... I think I did know. Oh, you knew about it? But I think I might have. And again, it's a case of hear about it, and Aye. it's way more shocking yeah. than what it actually is in the film. I don't know, but by that point in the film, I, I, I don't think it's that shocking. And not in, even in terms of the graphicness of the image but it's shocking in terms of oh this is how the story's going to end I to be know, honest when when um, as soon as I knew what was going to happen yeah. when he started like they saw the two figures in the bed I had my thoughts and then he started like going at the bigger one and I thought okay that like this could go one or two ways you know what I mean he's going to realise before or whatever but I didn't know that was going to happen at all right. and I was I was kind of like, oh my fucking god oh yeah I was like, I can't believe they're doing this. Right. This is so odd. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> but it, the bit that was the thing, it was quite, I thought it wasn't graphic, but it was very acted out. Right. Mm. Um, the difficulty he was having. Um, <laughs> but then when the, the masked guy turns up next mm. to him, that's when going at his wife, or you find out his wife, and then you find out that's his brother. I'm like, oh, I knew that, but I mean, you. After they started going in the same rhythm, I think Vukmir even realised. <laughs> Vukmir's like, oh my god. Um, and then they take the mask off, and I was like, that's that, that's that dirty bastard, their brother, getting what he wanted after all. Yeah. It's fine. Me back to the bathroom, you cunt, he says. Um, but I know I was quite I was quite shocked. Again, it wasn't too graphic or anything like that. I mean, it, was, it wasn't the easiest thing to watch, I guess, because I knew. Mm. Thingy, but. Uh, nah, it was kind of, I was kind of, oh my god. That did kind of give me pause for thought. Yeah. Not long after, long after that, after kind of, Vukmir realises. I guess that, like, we should say, like, even, or, even on his um, drug addled sex rage, mm-hmm. like, he wouldn't have sex with that wee lassie. You know, he, he, it's when they were offering her up to him, he beat, that was when he dove at the window. He's like, yeah, yeah. You know, I might be a sex rage drug addled person, but mm. I'm not doing that. Aye. That's um, um, so yeah. I guess that, I mean that that seems to be like his big moral thing, mm-hmm. you know, no kids kind of thing, and involved or seen or anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Except for letting his wee boy watch his porn tape, but yeah. <laughs> sorry, I left that out. You know, um, I was thinking at the beginning. Sorry, just get back. Like, his wife didn't seem that bothered. Right. She like, oh, leave the mm. tapes out again. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll put him to bed and moan and we'll watch him. <laughs> He just turns them on when they're in bed watching Aye. him watch like shagging other birds yeah. in the films. Anyway, so so after he realizes what's happening, uh, does he turn? Does he turn his brother first? No, he just dives on uh, Vukmir, doesn't he? Yeah. He just starts smashing his head into Aye. the ground. That's quite good. <laughs> Another classic line from Vukmir at that point as well. That's it, Milos. That's the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, I mean that's it. Um, and then he gets he gets attacked by the two heavies, and he shoots them, shoots them right, a couple he does, of times, yeah. goes back mm. and forth, and then the big guy, the bald guy, comes. Man, talk about skill fuck. <laughs> I mean, that, that was the, I was like, oh my god, that wasn't like an, oh my god, this was like a, right. holy fuck, that's awesome. <laughs> I've never seen, I never thought I would ever see that in a film. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's pretty novel. 
<laughs> like as soon as you see you see he's got like a dot GI and you're thinking the lot to right. that is if and you're like was that referred to earlier in the film or something and you're mm. like oh no I can't what's happening like I know because I can't what's happening before it was happening because mm. he had it in there before I can't what's happening mm-hmm. <sighs> well it's in didn't it yeah <laughs> 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 oh man that's like a deadly weapon um, you know taking it means taking out your sword right <laughs> is it the, the the pink machete. I've just made that up. <laughs> yeah, another uh, scene that's quite t- tongue-in-cheek. Well, it's humorous anyway, but I, I can't tell if stuff like that. Are the filmmakers trying to make it tongue-in-cheek as a satire? Because um, it seems odd that if they were going completely serious, that they, they put in so much kind of funny stuff. But um, I mean, I, I don't know. It's uh, I, I mean, as it swings and roundabouts, because it's it's like one minute you're you're getting oh my god, this guy's like like unknowingly shagging his wee boy, mm. right? To he's getting revenge on the guys who made him do that by fucking the guy's eye socket. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, it just doesn't connect. Aye. You know what I mean? You went yeah, like Bruce yeah. Willis to dive in there and his, his white wife beater and, you know, say, no, you get the guns and you shoot them, you blow them up. Mm. You know, you went Charles Bronson for Death Wish, get in, yeah. that's how you sort it, son. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, it's maybe, I don't know, the film is kind of muddled in that way because mm-hmm. you think that's more like some new teen Filchy or something, yeah, like that kind of go. Whereas the kind of first half of the film are going for a more serious uh, political thing. Do you think it was a, a homage to Vulture with the eye impale? Uh, <laughs> there was an eye in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people have drawn comparisons to Salo, right. but it's uh, similar <clears throat> uh, political allusions um, about the uh, corrupting factors of uh, power. Mm-hmm. It does seem Definitely very... not as effective as Salo. Salo is... Uh, it's way more successful mm-hmm. in that front. I mean, when when we're talking about Fulci, I mean, we kind of said mm. like a lot of his stuff he puts in is to like, just be like, look, what we can do, this is cool. Yeah, you know, this looks awesome. Mm. And that, that kind of is what they're that, when they do that at the end of this film, it definitely feels like that. It's like it doesn't feel like they're taking it very seriously. Yeah, you know. Mm. Luckily, up to that point, things have been kind of tongue-in-cheek before this point. You know what I mean? Not right then, but Aye. at the beginning of the film and, and all through, I guess, certain points. Because if that had been the only bit that was like that, you would have really been like, mm. that would have, it would just have negated the film. Yeah, you'd have been like, this is not, it's like the end of be a blood. You know, it would have uh. been like, what, what's what's happening? <laughs> um, but I think it kind of works, but it, it, it's not helpful that there's such heavy material in there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't quite um, fit together all that well. Um, I think that's they've been kind of like, oh, we're dealing with some heavy tone, heavy issues here. Like this is really dark and stuff like that. We need to lighten up a wee bit. Yeah. <laughs> what if you get him to put his erection into this guy's eye socket? <gasps> that's genius. <laughs> also, have his brother like jerking off in the toilet is great. Oh yeah, and have him wearing that like uh, what's those kind of wrestlers, the Mexican wrestler masks, like right. you know. I mean, that's it just seems like a total like. There's a t- there's two writers I think wasn't there. Director and another guy. Aye. So it's, it's obvious one of them's been writing a comedy and one of them's been writing a, <laughs> a, a, a dark. Like, yeah, yeah, because 
one interview with the director I saw, he was talking about sort of influences, and he was talking about like how he loved like Friedkin, Peckinpah, uh, sort of American seventies directors like who did like kind of hard edged sort of realist, mm-hmm. quite complex stories. Um, but all that stuff doesn't really seem to fit with that uh, camp. Um, I mean, even right up to the very end, right? Because it gets kind of serious again when at the end and like Milos just kind of obviously. I mean, I've got to admit, I thought the wee boy was dead. Right. When I first, when I saw it, I thought, like, when he was on the bed, I thought that's what they were, you know, he was dead. And then when he punches the wife out, I thought she was dead as well, because you see mm. them in the back of the car and they look pretty beat up and he puts him in the basement. Mm-hmm. It looks like, I thought, I thought they were dead. Mm. So when he goes back at the end, they're there and I'm like, oh, okay. And then, you know, he goes over to them and I'm not, I wasn't quite sure whether she was going to go rage at him again or like, but yeah, cuddles right. and whatever. So, when when they let you know she's up, they're obviously inside the in the day with other souls, and then the last line is the film crew are there filming just after they've killed themselves, <laughs> and the guy starts undoing his trousers, and they get the the main guy in the middle goes right start with the wee one, right. I mean that there tells me that this I wrote down that's pretty fucked up, right? <laughs> but it's that there tells me this it's no serious. I don't think they're being serious. Who the filmmakers really? Like, 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 like that feels like the end of a a, a, a Quentin Tarantino film. Mm. You know when when you you know what I mean that's that feels like that and you, and it just cuts and you're like, oh he's fucking yeah. t- taking the piss, isn't he? Like that's fucking that's good, yeah, that's clever. But like, I just was like, yeah, maybe it was just the way it was executed. It was too comic. Um, cause I think they're trying to say, uh, this is what it's like to live in Serbia. <laughs> 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 it makes the reaction to the film kind of silly. Are you not getting this? It's funny. Aye, aye, aye. But, uh. Aye, it definitely does. I mean, I. I there's, there's just a, there's quite a lot. There's not a few scenes. There's a lot of scenes in the film that you just like. And the fact that it doesn't go mega explicit with the scenes mm. that there are that, sh- that are quite heavy topics, you know, it doesn't go too dark with them necessarily. Um says to me that it's it's lighter than it tries to be yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. well they certainly lightened up the topics <laughs> you know what I mean like, uh, I definitely thinking back on it I, I, I definitely think of it as a kind of quite, quite tongue in cheek aye film um, but as I say I was expecting a much more violent and Kind of serious film. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, um, probably would have been a bit more interesting if I just kept it, kept the lid in that a wee bit more. But I think that's uh, why you you're saying you know you don't you, thinking back on it you're like oh, I didn't really like that but then right. you watch it Aye. and you enjoy it well enough because it is fun, mm, funny maybe, and it's mm. kind of fun in yeah. parts, and it's not like the parts that you're not going to maybe take offence to the same parts that mainstream audience would take offence to so mm. as long as you're not being offended by those yeah. the other parts are kind of inoffensive and kind of keep you engaged enough 
Mm-hmm. You're like, that's quite funny. Like, you know, uh, looking for those one layers from uh, uh, me. You know, it's like. Um, yeah. I, I mean, there's loads of stuff. I mean, again, maybe it is a cultural thing, but right down to the, the, the you know, me, me lost the filthy stud. Right. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's just like. Yeah. I don't know. But it definitely goes from one extreme to another, you know, like getting your comedy and then goes to really a serious tone. But then the fact that there was such a comedic or tongue in cheek tone just before it mm. like, and then just after it, mm-hmm. you're like almost unaffected by the, the darker stuff. Yeah. In the long run, if you know what I mean. How do you think it rates in the extreme canon? I'd say I'd say it is up there with like the scenes. As, like, the shock value for me, the stuff I've seen, the the problem, I don't know. It's hard to say. There was more a couple of things in this that I, th- I actually was like, oh, that's kind of mm. shocked me a bit, or like you know, it was harder harder to watch. It's just hard because I mean, the, I'd say the most extreme imagery I think we've seen, I've seen, was the Vomit Girl trilogy, and I didn't that because that was. <clears throat> played more voyeuristically and real that didn't feel you know, and, and there's certain scenes, scenes that, that didn't quite feel that real, reality mm. um, I think what's implied is worse than what I, you actually see in the film yeah um, I don't know it definitely doesn't deserve anything like what it, it I mean the cuts and stuff like that I don't think aye I mean, there's a guy, Mr. Parker. Right. Is it the modern, this generation's cannibal holocaust? Right. I think definitely in terms of the reaction to the mm-hmm. film, mm-hmm. Uh, the kind of crazy cuts and bands. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen that uh, widespread since for, for any film, I don't think, uh, recently. I de- yeah, that, so no, like, I definitely don't think it ranks when you think of it that way. Mm. You know what I mean? Aye. Things that like are banned and, and like, you know, usually the reaction to cannibal holocaust. Yeah. I mean, I'd... I'd say there was, I was going to say that the, some of the imagery in, in Camel Holocaust was harder to watch than some of the stuff in this. Right. Because there's a more serious tone in that. But then mm. even that, the stuff in that, you still know because of its like Aye. low budget roots and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't know. What yeah, do I'd th- probably say it's a wee bit more disturbing than Cannibal Holocaust. Um, I think just because of the, probably the, the actual issues it's dealing with. Yeah. You know, the actual subject um, matter. It's hard to judge because of the, as I say, because of the like lighter tone of some of it. Aye, but I mean, Cannibal. I think Cannibal Holocaust is a much better film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they're similar. That, they're actually, gets cool, that actually gets its message across. Yeah, I mean, I fucking got it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Even though my, my my view on Cannibal Holocaust is that the point is made better in the the form of the film rather than the actual. Mm, yeah, yeah. Way so it's, I, uh, got, yeah, it puts right. across its themes uh, through its plot, but um, uh, definitely up there. Aye, aye. Um, I mean, it was it was it was fairly enjoyable, if you know what I mean. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, as I say, for being quite a low budget film, it, it was fairly well executed. Mm. Um, but no, I mean, there's definitely I think there's, there has there's definitely been worse no um, films that are more uh, worthy of a reaction. The people have had to this, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess the the whole thing. It's like I mean, if Antichrist can have like a 
a revolution against it based on someone telling them what's in it. And you just say, like, when someone tells you this happens, in yeah, it, that's you, your mind, like, people's minds automatically are, are biased against it. Mm-hmm. What they've made a film that has baby rape in it, right? <laughs> that's like, yeah, you know, um, <clears throat> yeah, definitely what you would take away from it is. The ideas of the <laughs> newborn porn, no, yeah. <laughs> that's what you take away from it. Yeah, the ideas of of the even if it comes to like, fucking a guy's eyeballs, <laughs> little socket, don't no newborn porn, no, mm. stop. And the guy has to let you do it, right? <laughs> For it to be right. Yeah, uh, well, what I'd probably take away from it is that the ideas of that what's in the film are more shocking than what's yeah. how it actually mm-hmm. portrays it. Definitely, um, it's not really up there. With like irreversible, no, which, oh, uh, no, no, that's more, far yeah. more. That's actually <clears throat> that that is that scene is hard to watch re- mm. irreversible. But these were like disturbing scenes at time, you know, yeah. the th- thought of what was going to happen mm. <clears throat> rather than what we were actually seeing. Mm. But yeah, no, it's it's definitely not up there at all with that. Mm. Um, Overall, I think it's a pretty decent uh, film. Mm-hmm. Um, it has some grand ideas. Think Some it kind of get lost. I think yeah, it's an interesting <clears throat> effort. Um, I think a lot of them are just too broad. The major ideas are just too broad to kind of really to get across. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of the kind of second tier themes are kind of muddled, and there's a lot of things in there like the Alice in Wonderland reference. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really know what that is. Yeah. Uh, Again, you feel like they're yeah. going to go somewhere with that. Yeah. You know the whole um, setup, but mm-hmm. we don't get to see that because right. of the. The skipping time and stuff, mm. which um, <clears throat> again feels like maybe it's, there's been like an a rewrite at some point mm. where they've been like, right, we need an end to this film. Right. How can we, you know, they maybe went so far down the rabbit hole, if you will, yeah, um, and then kind of realized like we're not going anywhere here. Aye. Um, so and someone's scribbling a bit of paper and writes newborn porn, and right. like, a new ending. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's, that's the way these things happen. Yeah. <laughs> what are you writing there, Rab? <laughs> you're one sick bastard, so you're... Oh, yeah, is it? <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a pretty... Pretty fucked up film with the ideas that are in it. Um, I think overall, though, some of the power of the... Power of the and the weight behind a lot of the issues and the themes of the film is kind of lost through its execution, I think. Mm. Unfortunately, well, fortunately, unfortunately, still a, a fairly enjoyable film. Um, yeah. Definitely, I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah. So, obviously, we're saying that this is quite a heavily cut film for, like, a modern... Yeah. I mean, the BFC are saying... They say clearly in this uh, these notes that no scene is in clear breach of the Protection of Children Act. Um, but that the reason they cut it so much is due to how the juxtaposition of the sexual violence with images of children. I can understand them if they believe that it's in violation of the law, then uh-huh. they kind of have to. That's what they're there for. Sure. And I mean, um, they're to, really there to protect distributors from prosecution. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's annoying. They feel that it doesn't breach the law, but they still feel they have to cut it. On the more dubious um, 
mm-hmm. uh, form of that is harm, the sort of eroticization of sexual violence, and all that shit. They're cutting on the basis of the sexual violence, i.e., to the woman that like, gets her head cut off, uh, or the guy that gets his eye chugged, or yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> more than more than the the child protection stuff. Aye. I'd say that, well, I mean, I'd say that the scenes with the, the, the children are more disturbing than, I mean, we've seen folk getting hacked up before. Is that not, no, am I picking it up wrong? So sorry? That we've seen people getting, like, having sex and getting hacked up before. Well, yeah, that seemed a pretty <clears throat> stand gore movie. see that in, like, the Friday the 13th movies? Yeah. Well, there was some, I mean, that's, if you're guaranteed a 2000 a Friday the 13th movie, as I found out when I was in my early teens, and that's the only reason I watched them all. Mm. You know what I mean? You get some boobs and you get a knife through somebody. Right. Sometimes at the same time, if you're lucky. Mm. No, I mean, it gets odd in the one. Aye. Yeah. I mean, they note the fact that uh, the director has made a deliberate attempt to not expose the children in the scenes because it's clearly they're not happening at the same time. Yeah. Um, they acknowledge it, but then they say... The juxtaposition of images of children with sexual and sexually violent material was a breach of BBFC policy and right. guidelines. Right. So as it's more. Ah, uh, nah. I guess. I mean, as you say, they can see. They can see they're saying if they're, they're having to do it for the law. But yeah. The animal cruelty thing. You can understand Aye. that if that's the law in this country. Yeah. There's very little we can do about that. Mm. I mean, you could argue that. You, I mean, you're still going to get it from other countries, whatever. But um, you can still understand that. But if they're not, if they don't feel that any law has been broken, then yeah, it's, it, that feels like our like we're gonna, we're going to do this before anyone tells us to do it, you know, before before there's an outcry. Mm. But I mean, really, like the fact that the film's released in the country at all. I mean, have, have you seen the cut version? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. If I may have. <clears throat> I mean, it's 99 minutes in the, the UK. Like, it's cut, I think it's cut about five five minutes. What? Yeah, four minutes. Four minutes something. Um. So, I mean, that's quite a bit to be cut. Yeah. So, I mean, the tones still have to be there, surely. Mm. So I would think it still would be... Maybe not. Maybe not be as disturbing. Maybe the whole... Yeah, I think they said they tried to... Make, it was still a disturbing film, even with what they'd mm. cut, but... Um, yeah, I think we need to get rid of that. The harm ideas. Can't believe that's still mm-hmm. not a, a, a guideline. Mm-hmm. But... Um, as so, I'll stop with. <laughs> <laughs> but get on cut version. That's it. Easy enough. <laughs> There's a CDR out, out in the states. <laughs> a video disc. Oh, right. <laughs> cool. Well, that's done for the a Serbian film. I think it is. I. Um. Would you recommend this film to people, Gary? I would uh, recommend it to if you're into yeah 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 more extreme okay. stuff. Sure. Yeah. If anyone's got any thoughts on it, um, feel free to hit us up on Facebook or whatever, yeah. or by email. Um, throw those out at the end of the pod. The email yeah, address yeah. In, the, in the Facebook. Um, like same goes for any of the films we're up for discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you think we're talking bullshit and we're wrong. Yeah, maybe do. I mean, I, I'm <laughs> often talking bullshit and found to be wrong. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so there you go. Cool. So, moving on, Gary. Mm-hmm. 
time for random shit. You've still not got a theme tune for me. No. No, what have you been doing, Gary? You've just been sitting in your hands. <laughs> so, Gary, any pickups this week? I've got none this week. And that's a, a three-week period, so I've not been buying anything. That's poor, mate. Aye. Stuff in the mail? I've got some stuff on the way, aye. Uh, oh, it's just had state affairs. It's... Steve, I couldn't, I couldn't do that at all. Right. <laughs> no, I have to get stuff. So I'm, I'm, I know. I'm hooked now. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost at 200 Blu-rays. Are you? Aye. I mean, that might not sound like a lot to a lot of people, but before we started this podcast, I think I might be had like 50 if I was lucky. Is that right? <laughs> so it's really spurred me on. So, um, there you go. Anyway, I do have some pickups. Right. I've got a kind of mini, mini mega haul. Um, it was kind of my birthday um, in between time mm-hmm. so I got had some stuff that I'd bought already and I got some birthday stuff so I picked up uh, Evil Dead 2 oh, right. Blurry, uh, 25th anniversary edition um, it was re-released apparently at a, a rubbish transfer right, but it was already released in the UK that same version the rubbish transfer but it wasn't re-released here Okay. so looks pretty good actually right. Um Nice special features, things like that on it. Um, I picked this up for a uh, four quid. Stakeland. Right. Heard of it, no? No. Um, I take it they're trying to capitalise on the Zombieland title. Right. But <clears throat> it's a, a kind of indie film, like vampire flick. But apparently, it, it says it takes itself a little seriously. I've heard that, you know, but, but it's um, got fairly good reviews for its kind of characterisation and stuff like that. Shot in the red camera. Right. Um... So I'm quite interested. I've not actually watched it yet, but I'm quite interested to see it. Apparently, it's, it's alright. I thought mm-hmm. four quid's worth a worth a punt. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Gary. <laughs> a punt. Right, what else we got in my bag of tricks, Gary? Oh, Batman the movie. All right. The '66 version, the American one. I've been waiting to get that for a while since I got my region A Blu-ray player. I like the artwork better. All right. Like okay. that. It's nice. They're going to say it. Bonus stuff there. Oh, <laughs> you though. <laughs> I saw your email. I was like, what's wrong with him? He's looking if he's going to take yeah. that off me. No, I think it's the same same bonus things. Um, but it does look pretty good, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, no blurry. But I just like that the American artwork better. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'll held out for that. Else I've got. Oh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, right, zombie yeah. film. Um, I watched that. It's pretty good. That's really good transfer. I'm just going to give you a loan at some point. Right. Check it out, man. Um, you seen any of Rob Zombie's films? I've seen most of Halloween. Mm-hmm, you said uh, that. So I, I think, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, I liked Halloween the remake, but mm-hmm. don't know what did you think of it? I think, yeah, I think it was alright. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a big original Halloween fan, but mm-hmm. like, it tends to be like people who are don't really like it. But oh, yeah. I get what they're saying about sacrilege touching it and stuff like that, but I don't know. I, I quite liked it. Um, speaking of which, <laughs> I picked up the two disc unrated collection of Rob Zombie's Halloween, oh, right. which is actually. The reason that I ever wanted a multi-region Blu-ray player because this right. was only released in the States and I always wanted this because it's got like a four and a half hour right. making of a documentary um, which seems excessive but apparently it covers every stage of development you know, right. in production and stuff like that so um, I couldn't wait to get that one to right. get my multi-region Blu-ray player so that was a nice one um, what else have we got oh. uh, can I spur down where you're like you, you got Nightmare on Street aye well, I got the Nightmare Street collection. All right, yeah. Um, which is actually pretty decent. Like, um, two, like, f- the first one's on the first disc, um, and it's a five-disc set, so the other ones are split. Okay. Um, and the fifth disc, like, a, 
three hours worth of bonus features and things like that. But they're all fifty get you know, fifty gig discs. Right. So you're getting like the movie still on a twenty five gig disc and okay. each of those have got own special features and things like that. So they look pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for the age of the film and the fact that after the first one they kinda didn't really bother with them much, you know, they weren't big budget films really. Um so I feel a decent set. How did the films progress during the, the series like? Well, two is kind of pretty much universally panned. Like, right, okay. um, it was a not. I mean, they, they accredited it to him, but it was a, it was a gay director who directed it. So there's a right. lot of kind of like homo erotic themes within the film, right. um, which seemed kind of weird at first. But it, it's got its place. It's not. It's definitely. It's nowhere near as good as the original. But um, it's a different way to go with it. I'd right. say it's probably the most unique out of the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, three is pretty good. It was written by Wes Craven again. Oh, he was actually meant to come back and direct it. Um, and Nancy's back in it. Um, Kirsten Arquette stars in it. Actually, in a uh, Lawrence Fishburne's in it as well. Four is all right. Um, Five is all right. Six, Freddy's dead. It's pretty funny. Right. Okay. Three uh, D finale. No, not in Blu-ray, unfortunately. And Wes Craven's the Nightmare. You not seen that? I have seen that. Actually. Yeah, that's all right. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Kind of precursor to scream, but they're all right. I mean, they're worth that. Yeah, I mean, it was like twenty five quid. So not a Freddy versus Jason. It doesn't have that. No, no. I, I don't. I don't even have that in Blu-ray. Right. I also picked up this. Pinocchio. Oh, you got that one. Yep. Yeah. Slip cover and all. Right. I was happy when I got that, Gary. <laughs> I was happy. Yeah. Uh, Fourteen quid. Not bad. Was it? Aye. It's all right. So much you'd pay for the slip cover. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the seventieth anniversary platinum edition. Yeah. Um, as they've re released it in a kind of bare bones. Yeah, no, no bare bones. There's still special features on it, but um, mm. yeah, I was pretty happy to get that one. That's one I'm gonna try to get for a while. Um, what else have I got here? I uh, picked up Jaws mm. on Blu-ray. Um, Steelbook. Nice. Don't really look. I'll take a look at that. Um, there's a tiny dot there. Right, oh, it's in the it's in the paintwork. Right, it's not a, a, a marking like that I can see of, um. But you know me, so um, I contacted Amazon yeah. and said, um, like you know, give me a, a replacement. It's fine. So they sent me a replacement, which was fine, until I actually got to my house and the box that sent it in was more or less shredded. Right now, the 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 the, the box the steelbook was more or less intact, but just above where the A is and the jaws, there was this little wee black kind of like arrow, like almost mm-hmm. looking thing. I mean, you turn it, aye, it was a dent. It was written off a dent. So I tried to, I, I thanked them to return it, and they were out of stock. They've run out of them. I noticed that the other day. Um, it's so, crazy. So already. they don't have aye. any more. Um, and I've got two of them, but one aye. of them's got this tiny wee dent above the, the A. Aye. I mean, you'd be, you would be welcome to it, but I'll, you'd have to pay the full price, but that's aye. up to yourself. Um because just because they'll charge me if I don't return it again. Is this a stock issue? It's not like I a, don't know. I don't. I, I, a print I, issue. It might be. It might be. But the way that it was looking was as if it was that was it. Yeah. Um. I didn't think they were going to be limited edition. Yeah. Um. I mean, you might be don't right. Know. But I, I thought I'll just keep that one then. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm planning to get the digi book. I think when it comes out. There's anyway. always that as well. If you yeah. can get the steel book, which mm-hmm. is not a bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Kind of, um, um, but the steel book's pretty nice. The inner artwork's kind of cool with the, the girl. Stuff like that. And as I said to you, that looks and sounds absolutely amazing. I mean, yeah. I got a four point five mm. picture quality on Blu-ray.com, but I mean, I don't really know how well they've found any fault with it. Right. 
think there was said there was some kind of ghosting almost from like you know they use some of the, the you know when they're correcting some of the scratches that they couldn't take out in the wet gate right. process they took a frame behind or mm. or um, after yeah to kind of patch up apparently there's maybe something but I mean nothing that I detected certainly um, see it looks absolutely stunning like I couldn't believe how good it looked to be honest um, so that was good pick up had to wait for a quite a bit a week and a half for that after the release date though remember oh I yeah sent you. so um, I don't have these ones with me um, I picked up a DVD. It was a it's a documentary on the original Halloween. It's called Halloween Inside Story. It's right. done by the Bio Channel. All right. Um, I didn't even know it existed, but I was just searching for stuff, and it was only five ninety nine. So I picked it up. It's like an hour and a half documentary. It's pretty good. Like, I've got a few documentaries on the whole series. This just explicitly focuses on on Halloween. It's quite good. It's really. I'm I'm a big fan. I know a lot about the series and stuff like that. But there was stuff in it that I didn't even know. All right. Um, so it's quite interesting. Definitely suggest if you're a fan of Halloween, checking that out. Um, picked up the Godfather box set. All right. Um, had a wee look at that. That looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, picked up Hellraiser. Okay. In Blu-ray. Um, been trying to get that for a while. It's out of print in the UK now, so I managed right. to get it for a decent price. Uh, Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Picked it up for the UK. It's a theatrical version. I didn't really like that film that much. Right. But I want to get the unrated director's cut from the States. Which um, is apparently a bit better, but I didn't want to have one with have another, so I just got the UK one as well. Right. I, I, I got it for like three pound right. for play. It was pre-owned, but it was fine. Um, so, yeah, sorry. Um, Black Swan got that mm-hmm. in Blu-ray. Um, that was a steal. I got it for four quid. Yeah. Sainsbury's good, good boys. Sainsbury's mm-hmm. the only one that was half decent. But um, I got Dario Argento's Phenomena. Uh, got that for my wife for my birthday. Uh, the Arrow video release. Right. And I got Suspiria from you for mm. my birthday. You will be expecting something fucking back for his, his birthday and his wife. <laughs> I think I've got that kind of money, Gary. I've got it by myself. Let's see if you've bought yourself something. <laughs> you had something to show for it. Um, and I think that's it. It's quite, it's quite a lot. That's a lot. I need to get them watched. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, that was a wee bit kind of protracted pickups. I was getting to a bit of depth and stuff, but I'm sure Gary will cut around a bit. Right. Like a, a genius. Can I have my jaws bloody back there, Gary? Can. Steal it, yes, well, I'm all No! <laughs> Any news, Gary? I've got some uh, Blu-ray release news I was right. going to talk about. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Let me just wait. Um, well, I was just going to mention uh, the Night Living Dead Twilight Time oh, release. Right, aye, I have the 1990. Um, due for remake. release on October 9th, I believe. Right. But already uh, sold out. Yeah, as I uh, say, uh, uh, we talked about Twilight Time in their limited uh, editions. A while back, um, 3,000 copies. I bet they're wishing they'd made a few more copies, eh? I bet, I bet they are. Um, although I wonder if the people know it's uh, a 1991. That's or true. They, uh, that's true. It does say George Romero's. Well, that, that, I mean, that yeah. is the title, you know, because they did call it that because it was him who wrote it in yeah. his script and stuff. But um, yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, it is a bit misleading. Hmm. And it's not, us- us- it's not using artwork from either. 
you know the right, you know the, the artwork for the, the yeah. it's actually shitty artwork to mm. be honest that was actually what put me off it to be honest because oh, <laughs> uh, i didn't see that there wasn't many copies left there's about 500 left when i last checked yeah um but i looked and no special features right. and mm. i think it was how much was it was it like i remember i got a the big heat mm-hmm. was like 20 and then yeah shipping 20 dollars or 20 pounds 20 pounds <laughs> We ain't shite You know what I mean um, For no uh, special features yeah, Shitty artwork Trailer And it came with a magnet A fridge magnet Sorry wait a minute Hold on pause I thought it was like In the late 90s there. You consider a, a trailer A special feature <laughs> <laughs> Was it the original trailer Was it remastered on high def I think so Was it Oh I like film of <laughs> Yeah it wasn't something I was going to buy But it's just I thought I couldn't mm. believe it. I saw that on the internet last night. It's, it's not very... If it's going to sell it that quick, I mean, the 3000 seems no very fan, uh, customer-friendly. Mm. Um, but, um, there you go. Hopefully it's no scalpers. Hoovering them all up. Man, you know what will be. Uh, Aye. Seems those horror titles seem the most popular. The Fright Night one sold out as well. I think mm-hmm. that's the only one to sell out. But um I um, think those are the more like the more known titles. Yeah. The more mainstream titles, I think. And what else would it Maybe. Be? Well, I thought the big heat that's still I, I, I sold out. That's been out for a while. Mm. Um, mm, but I mean let's think like Fright Night and Nightland and Dead are kinda of more known I guess, to the general. Mm. Horror fans are more maybe Dedicated. Uh, it's a specific yeah. target audience rather than like, a film noir. Yeah, so, uh, I get you saying this. Yeah. There's people who would put that out money out for that yeah. table, no matter what it was doing. Mm. With kind of thing, yeah, I get you saying. But it does seem kind of like they're cutting their nose off to spite their faces a wee bit yeah. with this three thousand. Should do like kind of further limited run of like a mm. thousand or so, five hundred just to see if they sell out mm. and just keep doing it mm. and don't call it a limited edition. Just call it a edition. Edition. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, uh, Criterion's December lineup was announced uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, one interesting film that we talked about was Christopher Nolan's Falling. Yeah, getting oh. a Blu-ray release. Uh, this is one that Criterion had in the works for years. Right, like it's been known like <clears throat> that they'd been planning to put it out, but I think it was just a case of Nolan was too busy to to oversee it sure. until now. So he's finally. Uh, checked it out I said so that's fine he got the back cave and says that's alright <laughs> yep now I'm glad as I said I almost got the the region to DVD mm. like a couple of times it's like £15 but um, because it's like I think is it, is it out of print now or I don't know but like it's it's a little more expensive than your normal DVD anyway um, but I kept holding off so I'm quite glad now because this will be one that I'll definitely pick up yeah I think. Um, <clears throat> but one of my more favourite of his films not necessarily mm. his best mm-hmm up there his best work but uh, I like it a lot yeah so, definitely uh, some Kino titles as well for December uh, one thing I'm quite happy about was the announcement of Buster Keaton they're releasing all their I think it's 14 like single Blu-rays they'd put out all, right. all in a box set um, which is quite good because I'd kind of wanted to, to pick them up uh, start buying some of the Blu-rays but um, quite a lot of them now you get them in one handy package how much are they paying for that? It was £180, I believe. Right. But you can, you can pre-order it for half price on import CDs. Right. 
so it's quite good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably hold off. I'm no get it anytime soon, but um, good to know that's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some other stuff as well. Some Mario Baba titles they're putting out. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what ones. That's handy. Uh, <laughs> Black Sunday maybe. Right. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um. Are we quite? I'd be quite interested to see some of his stuff before Beer Blood because apparently. I mean, partly Beer Blood was meant to be really good, so uh, but, um, apparently some of his other stuff's even better. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting to check out. Another wee, just a wee tip that uh, it was came out that Master Cinema are going to do a version of Healing Desire as well as Kino's version. Oh, right. Aye. Right. Um, they kind of just threw that out there. Um, it's going to have the sea fairs as well, but... They haven't said about the other shots, but it's unlikely, I think, at this point. Right. So that's good. I'll probably get the Masters in my rather than the, the Kino now. Do you want to mention a bit about the Hitchcock box set? Could the, do. The, the delays and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've spoken about that for three weeks. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there might be some people that don't know about it. I guess right. anyone maybe who's following it would know, but... Um, same goes for most of our news. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so th- this guy from Masters used to work for Masters Cinema. Yeah, Nick Wrigley. That's one. Yeah. Um, got some review copies mm. of the mass the Hitchcock masterpiece box set, and he basically says that a lot of them were traitors. <laughs> um, specifically, like the birds. Uh, I think fr- uh, Frenzy. Yeah. Um, Torn curtains, a bad one. Uh, and I mean, we're not just talking bad transfers here. Aren't we? I mean, some of them were like had been restored, but like things like mm. the, the credits had been messed about. Oh with yeah, yeah. Different fonts and crew members' names misspelled things like that. Mm. Just kind of the ridiculous errors, really, Aye. for like the kind of level that this should be. Mm. I mean, for Universal to release Jaws in such a spectacular. Uh, edition actually that's uh, I think like, I was surprised George didn't have like a director's commentary I'd have been quite interested oh yeah I mean, he doesn't do commentary no, so, I know all, does he but uh, you know you think with them going to that thing they'd say come on Stephen yeah. come <laughs> on you know what I mean um, but I was I was hoping I, I guess I was just hoping that they would maybe I put one out I know mm. there wasn't one in the DVDs that anyway so like I mean I'd say that the Hitchcock films were I wouldn't say more uh, high profile than Jaws, but as equal as can be, I would say. You know yeah. what I mean? In most people's minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, this that restoration like, the cycle got it's yeah. pretty stellar. Mm-hmm. So you'd think they would, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, give it to the folks, big brothers that they gave it to. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, no, no, pal, here, give me that. Give that nah. to your dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> How we got it? Mm. Um, yeah, it looks like it's a case of. Uh, I think they maybe had planned the bigger titles <clears> to come out, <throat> mm-hmm. and then they thought, "Oh, we could Christmas to go do a box set. We'll just rush this through." I mean, we said uh, that like, early on in the like, one of the episodes in the podcast that we didn't think it aye. would be coming very soon. This box yeah. set, we thought it would be a couple of years off at least, mm. and then it gets announced. Aye. And as I said to you, like we should have really been smelling a rat. You know maybe, what I mean? Um, but. There's maybe some light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, the kind of recent years is uh, that it's been delayed a month. We still yeah. don't know what they're gonna do. Wait, yeah. I think it's they did reply to someone in an email saying they're definitely fixing the, the credits and that. To be honest, um, I mean, I could almost put up with the the shitty transfers if the credits were alright. But as you say, like if 
was the case of DNR, which it seems to be mm. things like the birds. Mm. I mean, the guy, the quote was from the guy, it's as if the software's kind of struggling with the DNR and it freezes right, some the the grains at points and mm. things. Um, as I said to you, just turn it off, just take that plug in it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Re-render it. I'm still on board with it. I've still <coughs> oh, got my pre-order in place. Um, it came to, down to a pretty good price in Zavi. Don't tell folk about that, Gary. No. <laughs> I could tell it. Cut that out, Gary. Um, aye, okay, so... Um, Cut that out, Gary, if you're listening. Um, aye. I think mm. uh, most of it is pretty decent to good to really... Yes, aye. Uh, I mean, in terms of... as you say, to be fair, like, even, so. even at the price that we're talking about, it's it's still a, a good buy for the you know if you're getting ten yeah. almost ten titles for are going to be good and if they correct the credits issues it'd be worth it I just I feel like a bit robbed with like the birds and stuff like that cause it's something I was quite hoping mm. for a nice restoration but and you think titles like that that they would really give a look to you know but hey ho um it's been put back they might be doing they might do more than the credits yeah they might do but nice if they did. I'll probably, I think I'll probably be waiting. I'll, I'll see how it goes. If the price comes down anymore or if things change, I might get it. But worst case now, I'll just wait to see what the reviews say. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think that's maybe a safer bet at the moment. Um, Anything else, Gary? Anything news-wise? Did you see that uh, Tarantino <laughs> box set is coming out? Aye, I saw that announced pretty well. Is it the one, the XX one? Aye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it yeah. in the States? I think so, aye. Yeah, I saw that. Um, interested in that at all I was I looked at it because I don't have any of his films in Blu-ray right yeah I don't have any of them I guess what put me off a wee bit was the discs that's no, stupid oh, right the discs like are, are like not like the films are redesigned oh right and with the the oh, artwork right. of the box set mm. I'm kind of like ah oh, that's a wee bit annoying isn't it mm. just do them have them proper like, you know like discs and it doesn't have to even be the ones that are in the, the individual uh, individual editions but you know are all of his films available on Blu-ray already? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, don't, I don't know what the transfers like. I know Pulp Fiction went to pretty decent, mm-hmm. but in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, that's like, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Kill Bill got pretty much vanilla releases, I think. Though. I had a few, I had, oh, yeah. I had, I had some documentary on it, I think. Nothing major. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it was to do the music and stuff like that. Does he do, he doesn't, does he do any commentaries in the other two? On Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction? There's a there's a commentary in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, I think it's it's not a pure commentary though. I think it's cut together from interviews right. and stuff. But um, that would be nice if because I always went to buy Kill Bill because I I know you say it wasn't one of your favourites of mm. this, but um, I quite like it and I, I would like to like the director's commentary yeah. and things like that. I'd, 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 I've always wanted even since it came out in DVD, like a a re a re uh, combined version. You know, it was meant to be one film. Right. Mm. I'd, I think that'd be quite good to get that in Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, you're listening Tarantino get done <laughs> big boy or Miramax whoever owns it now mm. yeah I'm kind of interested in some of the new extras but um, so is there going to be new stuff on aye yeah right. like retrospectives of his career aye. and the I mean, that'd be, it other be filmmakers it. talking mm-hmm. about them right. um, most of the films I'm not bothered about owning really I, I kind of grew a bit tired mm-hmm. with Tarantino and say after kind of Jackie Brown mm-hmm. Um you don't like Jackie Brown? No, I liked it. Oh, After right. that, uh, yeah, I just find him a bit. He hasn't really evolved as a filmmaker. Mm. Uh, I get what you're saying. Um, I mean, I, well, I, I still kind of like his stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I've enjoyed enjoyed Kill Bill and uh, what's his then? 
I've not seen Glorious Bastards yet, but okay. I've, yeah, I've got that. Check out. Great. Yeah. Uh, Death Proof. I quite liked that. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I kind of it seems like he's, he's trying different stuff. You know what I mean? He, he kind of had his own genre with like Pulp Fiction mm. and Jackie Brown, which was quite a kind of, I don't know, it's, it was just very Tarantino-esque. Right. right. You know, it was just this kind of thing. And then like with Kill Bill and stuff like that, he was trying to do other stuff. It so, seems like he just these days just moves through every genre. All right, I'm going to do a a, a war movie, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do a, a See, western. I, I get, I, I kind of stand why you you get reservation about that. But I don't, I quite like that. I, I like seeing what kind of spinny puts on it. Tarantino. Uh, for me, the only spinny puts on it is says, "Look at all these films, you know." That's, uh, I, can, I can, I can understand right. that, but uh, for me, it's a kind of they're kind of gateway movies. Then you right. know to be able to see right. So. You know, I'm seeing Kill Bill, so like where where you know the influences are, right? And you know, you can maybe check those out. Hmm. Maybe films you wouldn't have heard of before. Maybe. And the other odd thing about the set is it's got true romance in it. Oh yeah, I did actually yeah. see that. I thought that was weird. Like, see, uh, he only he wrote it, but it wasn't that script that was used, was it? Oh, is that or, right? I, I, I'm I'm. Oh, right. I I'm think he did write the script. Here. Right, did he? Um, I thought there was something that like it was. Rewritten. Well, there was Natural Born Killers that <coughs> it was based on his script, but yes, then he wasn't sorry. happy because Oliver Stone kind of yeah. made a kind of different film. Right. Um, but I thought it was weird. I mean, it's probably a rights issue mm-hmm. about what films can involve, but it seems strange to have one film that he was the script writer on. Uh, why not have other stuff that he, like? Yeah, like it was uh, from Dust of Dawn. Yeah, as well, didn't he? Um, why not have like Planet Terror and mm-hmm. do the full Greenhouse? Why not have? It's Death um, Proof's on it, but but uh, Plant Terror isn't on it. No, I don't think so. I, d- no. I didn't even notice that Death Proof was on it, to be honest. All right. But it is I. Aye. Aye. No, you're probably right, the one yeah. with Planet Terror on it. Seemed to have one, like, one anomalous film. <laughs> Aye. Just in there. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem a bit odd. I mean, Dusk will go on that, like, if he's a main actor in yeah. a film as well, you think. Yeah, a fun land. Yeah, definitely. More of a Tarantino as a... Mm-hmm. A wider filmmaker than just a director, but there you go. Mm-hmm. Probably that's just four. What do you think of from Dusseldorf? I know we had. Ah, uh, no, I don't like it really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really like it? Ah, uh, no. no. I quite like it. Enjoy it. There you go. Okay, so that's us for this episode, I think. So, Simon, what are we going to cover on the next episode? Okay, so I want. I'd like to. I don't know how to make apologies or say I'm not going to make any apologies but we're going to be looking at a film called a 2008 film by director let me get this right Noburu Iguchi called The Machine Girl um, now some people are probably screaming hell no in the crowd um, probably having Thoughts back to when I picked Vamp. <laughs> I don't get to choose very often, Gary, so come on. You know, I've got to throw some some curveballs in. And for a couple of kind of dark-themed films there, so yeah. I like to lighten up a wee bit. This will be... This is one that I, I, I enjoyed. I thought it was fun. Um, and you've never seen it before, Gary, so... I haven't. I'm going to check that out. If there's, no, if there's people that, you know, are going to listen to the podcast that haven't seen it, get it watched. As always, you can hit us up at Facebook. So that's uh, facebook.com forward slash cinema subculture. Or you can email us at cinema underscore subculture at hotmail.com. 
Right, so join us next time on Cinema Subculture. Thanks for listening and... Go fuck the baby.